Hi there, it's Mark from Third Shot Sports. Welcome to another episode of Pickleball Problems. Today on the show, we talk about what is changing in the pickleball world. What are we seeing that's new this year, early 2021, compared to a year ago? What do we predict for the future? What's coming down the pike? I've got three things to talk about. What is changing in pickleball? Stay close. This podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you teach pickleball or want to get started, PCI now offers pickleball instructor certification. And since level one is 100% online, it's perfect to do when you want and where you want. You don't have to travel anywhere to do it. PCI instructor certification is thorough, practical, and systematic. I should know. I built it. It'll help you to become a better coach. And when you become a member of PCI, you get access to more than 70 high-impact videos, audio, sample lesson plans, insurance, and more. Check out all the details at PCIPickleball.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Today on Pickleball Problems, we're talking about how pickleball is changing. Three things that are making pickleball different than it was even just a year ago, let alone five years ago. So let's get started. The first thing that I want to point to is more third shot drives. It used to be the case, I know, especially when I first came into pickleball back in 2014, I was just a wee young boy back then and uh, it was all about the third shot drop you'd hear about this all over the place third shot drop third shot drop if you're not playing a third shot drop you're not doing it properly well folks things have changed and i mean it's not like it's just changed all of a sudden early 2021 this has been happening for a while I've been watching videos, I've been watching the pros in person, and uh, you're seeing the percentage split between drops and drives really changing. It used to be, if you'd watch the pro match, I don't know, I'm going to guess uh, based on some of the stats we've done before, we used to see sort of like upwards of 75% of the time uh, being third shot drops. And uh, now as you watch the pros over the last year, it was sort of like a 50-50 split. And now what I'm seeing early in 2021 is that we're seeing now a greater proportion of third shots being third shot drives. It's not even 50-50 anymore. Now, of course, this isn't uniform across the board. There are still certain people out there who are always going to that third shot drop. Looking at you, Dave Weinbach. But... There are other players who are saying, no, no, a third shot drive is on the table for me. That is my default play. So it's not like it's every single person. But overall, when you watch the top pros play doubles pickleball, you are seeing third shot drives. And of course, this isn't limited just to the pros. You know, you're probably playing at your local rec center or YMCA and you're seeing a lot of third shot drives as well. And so why is that? Why is it that we're seeing more of these third shot drives? Well, I think it has a little bit to do with the kind of return that's being hit. You're seeing a lot of returns hit with a lot more spin these days, more on spin in a minute. Um, and a ball that's spinning quite a lot, it's very difficult to be really precise and slow off a ball with heavy spin. And of course, that's what a drop is, right? It's a very slow, precise shot. And uh, so if you're receiving a heavily spinning ball, it can be really challenging to be as precise as you need to be playing that drop so a lot of players are saying okay you're gonna give me a lot of spin no problem i'm gonna hit a third shot drive and then when you play that volley back to me presumably that volley won't have as much spin and so 
the fifth shot drop becomes a lot easier. So it's one of the reasons why you're seeing more drives on the third shot. Uh, of course, you're also seeing it because players are getting better at driving. Paddles are getting more powerful. Um, players are coming from other uh, sports backgrounds where they're hitting balls hard. So I think all these things kind of in combination, one of the reasons you're seeing more of these third shot drives over the last year, and I think you're gonna continue to see them going further into 2021. All right, I wanna talk about two other things that we're seeing major differences, and we're gonna do that in just a sec. This episode of the show is brought to you by Selkirk Sport. Selkirk is the undisputed leader when it comes to making high quality and really good looking pickleball paddles. Whether it's Tyson McGuffin's signature Invicta or the new Mach 6 used by Lindsay Newman and Riley Newman, Selkirk makes a paddle that's right for your game. I've used Selkirk paddles for a bunch of years now because their products are great and their customer service is always amazing. They make all of their paddles in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And you can buy Selkirk paddles from us at Third Shot Sports or head straight over to selkirk.com. Selkirk Sport. We are pickleball. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Rennison. Today, we are talking about the changes in pickleball, what we've seen over the course of the last 12 months, and what we're expecting going forward. A moment ago, I was talking about third shot drives becoming more prevalent. Let's think about, uh, instead of being back near the baseline, let's think about being up closer to the net. And one of the things I'm seeing a major difference is how many more flicks are now being hit. Now, a flick, you know, I, I'm sort of putting in opposition to a dink, right? A dink is a slow, low ball that you hit to someone who's at the net when you're at the net, mainly intended to keep yourself out of trouble because that ball is sort of low and difficult to attack. A flick would be the opposite of that. You're still playing it low, but this time you're playing it fast, usually at your opponent's body, sometimes to their forehand hip. That's an uncomfortable position for them, sometimes through the middle, I guess, too. Anyway, the point is, is that I'm seeing way more of these balls that a year ago would have been dinks. We're now starting to see balls that are faster. Sometimes you even call it a speed up, right? So it doesn't have to be called a flick, but... Um, so more of these speed ups, and why is that happening? What's happening there? Well, I think uh, people are realizing that when you play a dink, in many cases, the best you can hope for is a shot that's difficult for your opponents to attack. But very often, these dinks aren't very offensive shots themselves. I mean, there's exceptions. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But what players are saying is like, hey, from up close, even if that ball is just a little bit high, it doesn't even have to be above net level. If it's a little bit high, especially if it's on your strong side, like a forehand, that could be a good chance to apply some pressure to your opponents who might not be ready for it, or even if they are ready for it, might not be able to handle it. So that's always been the case. So what is it that's contributing to us seeing more of these? Well, I think a few things we already mentioned, uh, paddle technology is the paddle's come along and are able to develop more power and more spin, uh, you can hit those balls faster and still have a chance to keep them in play. I think people are becoming more precise with these speed ups or with these flicks. They're able to, um, to target their opponent a little bit better. Either they're targeting their opponent's body. So yes, it might be a ball that would go out, but instead you're able to hit your opponent with the ball, not to hurt them or anything, but to win the point. Um, and people are just overall becoming uh, more refined with their sort of soft game skills. And would we consider a flick or a speed up still the soft game? I don't know. I guess that's a, a debate for another question. It's definitely not as fast as something like a, a drive. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I am seeing from up close uh, that these flicks, these speed ups, we're seeing a lot more of those a lot more often. Players are also becoming better at disguising those shots. 
Uh, we're also seeing more of them, not just on the strong side, like the forehand, but also on the backhand as well. So it's one reason I've talked a lot previously about the importance of having a solid backhand if you want to be a good player. Uh, this is one more reason for that. If you were the kind of player who every time the ball is on your backhand, your opponents can bet that you're not going to do anything very aggressive, that's a real liability for you. It's one of the reasons why we're seeing more players who are sort of scampering out wide, avoiding their backhand, using their forehand, even if they're out of position, uh, but they put themselves in a position to be a bit more of a threat. So anyway, we can sort of put this under the umbrella of uh, balls that previously were likely to be dinks are now being sped up far more often over the course of last year, and I expect going forward into 2021. All right, I've got one more thing to talk about, one more uh, trend that we're seeing that we haven't seen for the last year and we expect to see for the year coming forward, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. This episode of Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Jigsaw Health. Whether you're spending tons of time on court as a player or like me as a coach, you're going to want to make sure that your body can last. And that means no cramping. Jigsaw Health makes a wide range of products that can keep you hydrated and performing your best. I love Jigsaw's Berrylicious Electrolyte Supreme, but lately, I've been drinking a lot more pickleball cocktail. It's great tasting and gives me what I need to spend hour after hour on the court, helping people to play better pickleball. And after a long day, I usually have a glass of MagSue, which I find calms me down, makes it easier to sleep. Head over to JigsawHealth.com and check out all of their great products. And if you use the promo code PB3SS10, you'll save 10 bucks on your order. That's promo code PB3SS10 to save $10. Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. Today we're talking about things that have changed over the last year and things that we expect to change going forward. I've already mentioned more third shot drives. I've mentioned more speeding things up from around the non-volley zone. The other thing I want to talk about is when dinks are hit. So a second ago I was saying, look, there's fewer of these dinks. Uh, and I think that's true. But when dinks are hit, I'm seeing a real difference here. And I'm seeing this with the men, but also the women as well. Some of the women have been even more pronounced in this. And what is it that I'm talking about? Well, I'm talking about spin. The amount of spin that's being put on these dinks really has evolved. And of course, we've, there's sort of two primary spins that you're going to see on these dinks. You're going to see backspin and you're going to see top spin. Backspin, of course, is when players hit a ball and as it's traveling away from them, it's rotating back toward them. And then on the uh, on the question of topspin, that's the opposite. So the ball is still traveling away from you, but it's spinning away from you as well, sort of over the top. Typically, what we see is uh, the backspin shots are being hit off of the backhand side. It's not impossible to hit a topspin dink with your backhand, especially if you use two hands. Looking at you, Lucy Kovalova. Um, but you'll often see uh, a lot of backspin on the backhand. Catherine Peronto comes to mind as someone who really puts a lot of backspin, sometimes known as slice, uh, on her dinks. And on the forehand side, you're still you're seeing backspin as well, but you are also seeing more topspin. And why is that? Why do you see a little more topspin on the forehand than the backhand? Well, it really has to do with the wrist and your ability to drop your wrist and drop your paddle below the ball, which is necessary in order to brush up and to create that topspin. That's a little bit more challenging to do on the backhand, especially the one-handed backhand. Of course, if you're a two-handed backhand player when dinking, you can use that non-dominant hand. Really, it's like 
hitting a forehand with your non-dominant side and it's a little easier to drop the paddle head that way. So I'm seeing that when players are playing dinks that they're being more aggressive with them. They're trying to do more than just stay in the point. They're trying to cause some trouble for their opponents. Now, I guess before we end this, we should talk about what the spin does. Top spin makes the ball go up and over the net and drop a bit sooner than it otherwise would. You also get a little bit more of a rebound, a quicker rebound at the opponent when you play with top spin. Whereas with backspin, you get a flatter trajectory as it crosses the net, uh, and you get a bit more of a skidding action. And so mixing up these spins can make it a little more difficult for players to uh, really be precise and to control those balls that they're trying to send back. All right, so there you have it. Those are three things I've seen change over the last year and expect to see more of in 2021. More third shot drives, more flicks and speed ups from close to the net, and generally more spin, especially when we're talking about dinking, topspin, backspin, really just trying to make life difficult for your opponents. We are going to leave it there. Thank you for joining us. Just a reminder, as well as being able to listen to me here on Pickleball Problems, you can also watch it on YouTube. We now make videos of all these recordings. So check out the Third Shot Sports YouTube channel for that. Check out pickleballcoachinginternational.com or pcipickleball.com. We've uh, got some really exciting things happening there. And thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions for me you want me to address, send me a note, mark at thirdshotsports.com. You can find us on all the social media as well. And brand new, I'm now on Clubhouse. So if you like listening to me talk my head off uh, and you're on Clubhouse, look up at Third Shot Sports. You can find me there. Talk about lots of interesting pickleball stuff. All right, until next time, I'm Mark Renison. Take it easy.